You are listening to If It Has a Score, a podcast about movies, TV, sports, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Devin Lang and Wes Skim. Hello, welcome back to If It Has a Score. Happy uh, April 5th. We're now in April. Um, Passover for those of you celebrating tonight. Um, yeah. <laughs> April Fools has came and went. Hopefully none of you got fooled on social media, but we will be doing April Fool's theme all this month. So not quite the foolery of april fools but we will be doing comedians and we will be doing sitcoms we will be doing comedy movies all that sort of fun stuff fun yeah we're having fun this month after last month yeah last month was a, a downer <laughs> yeah looking to get back up so weather's looking good it's warm out yes the sun has been out a little bit lately we got some rain finally like a thunderstorm kind of rain so the, mm-hmm. I believe that just signifies that spring is here. It's coming, yeah. Speaking of up, yeah, the temperatures are up, luckily. So we're looking towards some 50s and 60s this week. Finally, felt like winter was never going to end. You hit that point where you're just you're used to the cold, but you're also you're ready for it to be over with. Yeah, I feel that. I'm so mm-hmm. done with it. <laughs> yeah. Till next time. We're going to start today off with news as always. I went first last time, so let's have Devin go first this time. All right, no problem. So WWE WrestleMania 39 is taking place this weekend. Last night, some highlights were Seth Rollins defeated Logan Paul. I know I'm kind of stepping on your toes a little bit. That's your territory, Logan uh, Paul. I don't have to talk about him at all. <laughs> <laughs> so Rey Mysterio defeated Dominic Mysterio. Pat McAfee defeated The Miz, which in that match, star NFL tight end George Kittle got involved and delivered a great clothesline to The Miz. And Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeated The Usos. So there's more events taking place tonight as well. So that is going to be kind of a week weekend-long thing. So speaking of Pat McAfee, as of Friday the 31st, He has filed for the dismissal of Brett Favre's defamation lawsuit against him in federal court in the fine state of Mississippi. So you can read more from him and his own words through his tweet about it on Twitter at Pat McAfee Show, M-C-A-F-E-E for McAfee. And then... Opening day was Thursday, March 30th, and I don't want to get or give too much away, but we may or may not have a segment for the occasion. Ooh. Ooh. So <laughs> that's what I have, short and sweet. After you do news, we will talk about our combined news of March Madness, which I'm sure people will be able to guess. <laughs> but After last week, yeah. Yeah. All right, my news time. Uh, first news story, Gwyneth Paltrow was in a lawsuit. This some I skipped last week because I wasn't quite sure exactly where it was going to go. But the decision was made, and uh, she won the suit. Uh, the jury found in favor of her. Uh, and she won the countersuit amount of $1. Okay. 
It was a, a move to, you know, be like, I'm I'm a good person. You know, I'm not going to, like, steal a bunch of money from this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so the incident was, like, a, a ski collision. Mm-hmm. And uh, the person, the other person involved in the collision was blaming Gwyneth Paltrow for it, uh, saying that he broke ribs and, like, that she needs to pay for, like, the the injuries and medical stuff and all that, that it was her fault. Uh, but the jury found in favor of her instead. So, uh, yeah. Kind she of, won. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like more of a moral victory than in terms of winning and yeah. compensation. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, another lawsuit update in the Baldwin case. Um, the assistant director and safety coordinator, David Halls, was convicted of unsafe handling of a firearm. Uh, so with that conviction... Uh, he, he pleaded guilty anyway, so that usually helps your case. Well, not helps your case, but it uh, makes the sentencing not as severe. Right. Um, and so he's getting six months of probation. He has to do 24 hours of community service, take a gun safety course, and pay a $500 fine. Hmm. And honestly, it doesn't really seem like that's severe at all. That's pretty light, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, I was waiting for more. It was his responsibility to check the gun make sure there was no live ammo in it right so it sounds like he just kind of like didn't do his job (laughs) i don't know yeah and obviously there was a catastrophe of an event that took place after the fact so right like i feel like it i feel like it should be more severe but there might be like some sort of written rules regulations or something with that sort of position Mm -hmm. that kind of saves them from some things since there's so many people involved in the project could it's be not hard to point fingers at one singular person. Now, what do you think the hiring process for them will be like after this? You think they'll get any more jobs after well, something this year? He's been doing it for like, I want to say like thirty years. He's been mm. doing positions like this, so I don't, I don't know if it'll necessarily necessarily affect his position. I'm more worried about the the other person, the the firearms handler or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that was convicted uh, that's like early on in her career. Right, yeah, I remember that because one as she, well. Yeah, that's going to be on her for the rest of her career. Like she, That could affect her getting jobs going forward. Whereas for this guy, he's like really established in this field. He might not get as many positions in the future, but I feel like he's still going to be able to find work pretty easily just because of the experience factor. True, true. So not as beneficial or like definitely de- hurtful for one but not as hurtful for the other. Yeah, I was I was still expecting more out of this, but yeah. I I think there's talk that there may be a trial in May if uh things continue again with with Baldwin. Baldwin. Um okay, another news story. We got the full story about what happened to Jeremy Renner in that snowplow accident. Oh, right. Uh, so apparently he was saving his nephew from being run over by the snowplow. Uh, and the full injuries include eight broken ribs in 14 places, a broken place eye socket, um, a collapsed lung, a pierced liver from a rib bone. Jeez. He had an interview with Diane Sawyer. He's like not fully recovered, obviously, but he's he's well recovered that he's able to be out in public again and do interviews which is good for him definitely um and so his interview with diane sawyer releases april 6th um at 10 p.m eastern time if you want to listen to that story and hear about 
that and more about what's going on with Jeremy Renner. Absolutely. I, I could not imagine those bodily injuries and well, especially with the type of work that he does. Like he usually does like his own stunts, I want to say. Mhm. And so that that's probably not going to be the case going forward. I don't think so. I I agree. Uh last bit of news, there's some uh talk in the news Jennifer Aniston has been uh pretty vocal about how upset she is that there's a whole generation now that does not like friends or like has some sort of hatred towards it that they're mm-hmm. offended by it um and so that's been in the news cycle um newer like younger generations are kind of like against the show because it's a little outdated you know it's yes. definitely of its time yeah uh and jennifer aniston has been talking about how that bothers her <laughs> okay basically the the news that's news so slow i guess you could say yeah. in some aspects but yeah I, I remember hearing that about some cast members from the office now we have cast member from friends talking about it so like you're saying just things are changing audiences are changing and what they view as funny appropriate current all of this is changing so right that's going to change as well and it, it happens to every show Right. Like you can go back and watch any show from the nineties or eighties or even before that and be like, Yeah, that didn't age well at all. Right, right. <laughs> I mean that's fine. We we should be allowed to look back at shows like that and be like, Oh man, that was a different time and these are the things that would change today. Yeah, it's one of those things you'll probably have more to say about it than myself, but when they're in the moments of filming it and creating it at that time they probably aren't thinking like, wow, people are going to be watching this like 20, 30 years from now and still enjoying it. They're probably thinking about current views and current audience, like how, how that's going to be uh, viewed and how that's affected. So the fact that people are even still watching it, talking about it, I'm sh- like, that's that's a win. Yeah, it should be viewed as a win. Sure. So people still not enjoying a show that was taking place in the 90s like you know there there's <laughs> there's it's bigger things going for, on yeah, it's yeah. about time for it to rotate out anyway exactly so. so it it having this long of a run i mean i enjoy it i know others they will still continue to enjoy it but i mean it's it's had a great run what can i say yeah it's been <laughs> like 30 years almost yeah so uh so yeah that's uh about it for news for me this week um yeah that's it that's all i have (laughs) yeah so some combined news i'll let you say what place we are in and then i will summarize the ncaa march madness tournament as of right now we hold the prestigious place of second to last in the league Mm -hmm. for my work we our choices uh did not hold up we were doing well at the beginning like compared to everyone else like we were in the middle at times we were closer to the top yeah. But, like, as soon as our bracket from the East-West kind of fell out, yeah. we were done. We were done for. I mean, I don't know anybody that still has a bracket that's alive and well. So, in order to do so, you would have had to have a Final Four that was comprised of Florida Atlantic, so FAU, the nine seed, against San Diego State, a fifth seed, and then Miami Florida versus UConn, a fifth seed versus a fourth seed, respectively. 
So those are less common choices, yeah. Yeah. Usually you pick like the top four seeds. Yes, we had Texas for Alabama against Alabama for our championship game. The championship game taking place tomorrow is going to be San Diego State versus UConn. So two underdogs. San Diego State is now more so the underdog compared to UConn. I believe in the past 25 years, they have won three championships. So it's not like they're a totally irrelevant school in terms of the March Madness tournament. So... They got hot when it mattered, and they are the favorite right now, but San Diego State has made it this far, so definitely don't rule them out. Yeah, judging <laughs> by the whole the whole tournament, like, mm-hmm. there's no ruling anyone out at this point. No, definitely not. So there's definitely some cool storylines from the players, from the coaches. So all around, I think people have been enjoying this March Madness tournament. Whether or not your bracket did well... Uh, it's just it's it's cool to see for these coaches that have been in positions for decades and for these students that are young and trying to make a name for themselves, whether it's through NIL deals or they have NBA hopes and dreams or even playing in overseas leagues, hopes and dreams. So it's been all around another great march. So... And we'll wait till next year. We'll get them next time. Yeah, we will. (laughs) (laughs) But now that March is over, April's coming up, and there's plenty of events still out there for you to go see. So why don't you go see I'm using SeatGeek, your ticket to good tickets. That could be their slogan. (laughs) It it should be. Um, Use our code if it has a score to score yourself. $20 off your first purchase, and that's for tickets to concerts, uh, events, sporting events, comedy shows, theater events, anything that you're looking to go see. Make sure you check SeatGeek first to see if you can get your tickets at a lower price. Right. No April Fools here. We have a legitimate ticketing website for our partner, so you will have no problem scoring yourself some tickets, saving yourself some money, and having some fun this April coming up. So be sure to use the code if it has a score, score tickets, and save money. Who wouldn't want to do that? All right, moving on to our segment for the month, start of a new month, which means we are back at Fantasy Fantasy Sports, Mm -hmm. April Fool's Edition. So that means comedy characters and uh, just all-around funny people. So, Devin, what are we playing today? So I was mentioning maybe we would do something baseball-related sometime this month. Drum roll, please. It is going to be today. We're going to be doing fantasy baseball, a sport we actually have not done yet, believe it or not. We have to draft a lot of people for this one. It's seven, so lineups for fantasy baseball can be more, similar to other sports. They usually almost always have more. We're kind of doing a daily fantasy sport lineup like we usually do also combining some season-long elements so i'll go down the positions and then i'll go down the scoring i will say that we are not doing a pitcher so i will not go over pitching scoring so again this is kind of a season-long thing that is becoming more popular is instead of choosing 
are drafting pitchers individually. I see leagues are doing, they choose a team and then they have all the pitchers on that team. That way they don't have to set their lineup every single day. They can kind of set their lineup once a week. They have their hitters and their field positions in place. And then they have whatever starting pitcher for whatever starting or whatever team that they chose. Because otherwise the pitchers, they rotate. Mm-hmm. So you would have to be looking at your lineup every single day and changing that. So doing that's more popular, and we're kind of also staying up and current with the times. Nonetheless, we get a choice of whether or not we want to do a first baseman or a catcher for the first position. So we will get into that, but we're just going down the lineup. So that is the first slot. And then second baseman, third baseman, shortstop and then three outfielders to close it off okay so that is where they play in the field however how they're playing on defense isn't actually going to get them any points so how they will get points is from hitting so a single is one point a double is two points a triple is three points so pretty self-explanatory you hit the ball you're on second base two points you hit the ball you're on third base three points and then obviously the single you're on first base one point so home run four points so hit hit out of the park four points you round all four bases and you get yourself four points so a run is one point now that is wherever you may be on the bases as long as you cross home plate and you score a run for your team you also score a point for yourself in fantasy so a run batted in. So let's say somebody's on third base. You hit the ball. That person on third base runs. They cross home plate. You get a run batted in. You're on first base as an individual, but somebody comes in and scores. You get a point for that as well. So if you get walked, so that means the pitcher throws four balls out of the strike zone. That means you get to advance to first base without even hitting the ball. And then if you're hit by a pitch, you get to advance to first base. And in fantasy, they will also give you one point. So a stolen base. So if you're similar to Man of Steel, Ricky Henderson, and you're stealing plenty of bases, you get two points. So if you're on first base before the pitcher pitches the ball, you're running. And then you get to second base before the catcher is able to catch the ball and throw it and try and get you out. Two points. However, if you're caught stealing, that is minus one point. So if the catcher catches it, throws it to second base, if that's what you're trying to steal, they catch it and they tag you and you're out, that's minus one point. So pretty much just your hitting and your base running stats. So not as critical of where they're playing in the field, but I'm going to be talking about the positions a little bit, and I hope you choose to do so as well. But we'll also definitely be talking about hitting and if they, we think they're going to be a good base runner or not as well, if we think they'll be maybe stealing bases and stuff. So, Or if they're not that fast, maybe they're more powerful and they're hitting home runs. So I believe you went first last time. Is it all right if I take the honors of going first? Yeah. Do you have any questions before we start? No, I think uh, I think it's understandable. <laughs> uh-huh. It's not so much about the position. 
It's more about how they bat. Right. That's how you get the, the points. But mm-hmm. um, the position can still help in other aspects. So It definitely will. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So if you have any questions throughout, yeah, just let me know. And obviously we'll be discussing all the players. But if not, I'm going to get things started. I did some pretty deep dive research for mine. I'm not going to lie. So I think I've discussed before that sitcoms and comedy movies that's like i know i'm not the biggest viewer but that's some of my favorite stuff so right right uh first i have i'm gonna choose him as a first baseman i have kramer from seinfeld okay and the quote that i have because this was in in an episode so jerry he's on a softball team they've talked about that a little bit before so there's a quote from jerry a few years ago, the comedy club had a softball team. Kramer was our first baseman. You couldn't get anything past him. It was unbelievable. Okay. So choosing somebody that you're using your your research. You actually yeah. Did some research on that. Yeah. Somebody was talking up Kramer. I don't know if they're talking about getting pitches past him and he's hitting them or in the field, but nonetheless, he's like a tall guy he's athletic there's an episode where he tries out to be a ball boy for tennis like after the balls hit and goes out they run to go and get the ball and he like beats out a bunch of like kids and teenagers to be a ball boy even though he is a man they're like (laughs) you know there are no ball men there's ball boys and then he does uh karate lessons He, he he finds himself in some situations where he's doing some athletic things uh swimming in the lake or the ocean there in uh new york so yeah i don't know okay looks like a goofy guy but has some athletic feats yeah that'd be a pretty good choice it sounds like yeah okay (laughs) and i like that you have the the backup from the show like that helps too pretty foolproof in my opinion yeah (laughs) good okay now i make two choices yes all right, I think my first baseman's gonna be uh, Mr. Gregory Eddy from Abbott Elementary. Okay, I'm gonna steal him. Hope he's not on yours. No, I don't have him. Okay, no. well, you know he's he's kind of like good at I don't know speedy decision making and stuff. Sometimes mm-hmm. he needs help from other people, but watching the show he was able to just step in as like the interim principal in an episode i remember that yeah yeah he he knows what he wants he's got the drive to to get to where he wants you know so he he uh he works hard and he eventually figures things out in the end so i feel like he would be practicing a lot he would make sure that he's gonna be the best he can be on the team uh so i i think that he would be a successful first choice for me i know growing up he has the gardening background right so maybe landscaping the, yeah. the landscaping yeah and then the gardening at the school sorry but that i know maybe some of those tools he was using maybe he was swinging them around a little bit and Probably, yeah. you know getting some strength and some of those like quick twitch muscles that you need while practicing your swings and you know trying to hit a baseball and then yeah totally agree about him being a quick decision maker as well the pet the pitches are very very fast so quick decision making is important for baseball for sure um my second choice i made this one mostly because of um 
like when they're actually playing the position, not so much when they're batting. But I guess the argument also works for when they're batting. Mm-hmm. So on second baseman, I have Mrs. Doubtfire okay. from Mrs. Doubtfire. Right. You know, played by Robin Williams. And I think that, you know, it, Mrs. Doubtfire wouldn't be on the top of a lot of people's picks mm-hmm. because they'd be like, oh, it's just some old lady, some innocent old lady. Like, she's not going to be able to play that well. But it's, you know, it's not an old lady. <laughs> no, right. It's Robin Williams. <clears throat> And I feel like he, he'll he have just a, a little more power behind him than people are expecting. So I think they're right. going to perform better than people might think firsthand. And same thing with when they're playing second base. You know, the, the player will probably be like, oh, I can get past this person real easily. But nope, no, you can't. A lot stronger than you expect. I remember the scene in Mrs. Doubtfire where someone tries to steal... The, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire's purse, mm-hmm. and <laughs> he just kind of like whacks him away, gets him out of there. I uh, don't know if you're familiar with Uncle Drew at all. I believe they made a movie about yeah. it, but it started off as clips. So this would be a similar thing where they're seeing. In this case, it was like an old man and thinking like, you know, we we can definitely beat this guy in basketball. Like he's not going to be able to keep up. However, it's somebody dressed as a different persona like they're giving off this persona that they're older or in this case like an older and a woman so you're definitely underestimating them you're judging a book by its cover you can't always do that because there's going to be mrs doubtfires and there's going to be uncle drew's out there that right. are looking to fool you so yeah I, I like that the element of surprise exactly yeah. exactly so yeah that's, that's where i'll get my turn i'll get points from that one because it's not going to be one other people pick i don't think you know yeah i agree all right back to you for your next I, two choices I right i think you do two in a row and then i, I do did two do in two in a row oh I you did, did my yeah first basement yes. and second basement yeah you did you did correct so i have a second baseman in stan smith from american dad so hey you drafted his dad before oh yeah right <laughs> <laughs> um yes i know we're gonna have some repeats i feel like as this show continues to go on but i looked up a clip and i saw that it looked like there's an episode where he was playing baseball it also looked like he was playing second base i he was pitching he was playing second base he's doing a couple other things but i think that wherever he lines up he will be able to do pretty well i think he's definitely a top heavy guy so he will have a powerful swing i could definitely see him hitting at least one home run what are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, Stan is not... Wait, Stan. The dad. Oh, duh. I was thinking yeah. that you were saying his son. No, That's no. That's why I was uh, mixed up. Okay, so he he's appeared before. He played uh, basketball for yes. you. Yes, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, doing a repeat. So, yeah, yeah he, has, he has that athletic ability. He's, a, he's an agent, so he has to make quick decisions as well. Right. So I feel like he'll be able to realize whether the, the ball's worth hitting or not pretty pretty easily. Um, so I, I think that he'd, he'd probably be doing pretty well. I don't think he's that great of a runner, though. Right, that's why I said yeah. top-heavy, so powerful. I'm hoping he can hit home runs. I'm not trusting him as much with the base running so i'm hoping that if he's getting me points 
And when he's up to bat, he's making them count. He's getting me four points in one at bat because you can get four points or more if you get a single and then if you get an RBI and then maybe multiple RBIs and a run in, you know, there's potential to get four or more points for not a home run. However, I trust him more to get home runs than I do to run the bases and get runs that way. So more of a powerful threat, but then also not as much of a base running threat. So moving on to third base now, another same show, but different character. I have Charlie Kelly from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So there's an episode where I won't give too much details, but they have this contest that they're doing. They're traveling for it. And it's like a, it's an ongoing bet. And it's something that they're preparing for. It has to do with Wade Boggs and something that he has done throughout history. So they're trying to mimic that. And in doing so, Charlie is doing something that is very, very tough. But they they travel. He's at bat. Mac, someone we talked about last week, is throwing him a pitch. And Charlie hits a home run. So we, I've seen him hit one out of the park. And then... The reason I chose him as third baseman is throughout the history of baseball, there's actually somebody with the name Charlie Kelly who played third base in the history of the MLB. So I only seen Charlie from It's Always Sunny batting and hitting a home run. So I haven't seen him in the field, but I did go and see this pop up in the Google search. So we'll go with third baseman for him. Okay. So it sounds like he... he can hit pretty well yeah uh and the thing about charlie is like things kind of like work out for him surprisingly a lot in the show right so like i feel like he would just be surprisingly good at it he'd be another one of those underdog choices that people wouldn't expect to do well but ends up doing well i agree and then i was watching the youtube of that just to confirm what happened and somebody had a comment saying like him practicing hitting mice because he's always trying to treat the mice or the rats at right. the bar that they work at, like the practice of always trying to defeat them, he he used some of that practice for hitting the ball with the bat. So there might be some of that as well. But yeah, again, maybe trust him more to be a home run hitter and less of the base running. I mean, they're kind of a crazy, chaotic group, like we've mentioned before. They may find themselves in situations where they're having to get out of places so maybe they're running kind of fast but i don't really trust him base running that much again so maybe he'll trip stumble and fall i don't know but yeah i don't know about the base running aspect yeah but hitting it probably would be fine yeah yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to maybe some home runs or at least some deep shots and get a single or maybe a double but at least some good hits. That's what I'm looking forward to. Right, right. Okay. I can see that. So uh, two for you. Back to me with two yep. more. Yes. Okay. My third baseman, I'm going to go with Austin Powers. All right. I feel like Austin Powers has, like, lots of skills as a spy. Quick reflexes. Good decision making. He's strong. He can fight. Which means he could probably hit the ball pretty hard. And be able to make some pr- pretty good shots 
Uh, and he's also more agile, so he'd be able to run the bases pretty well. Uh, so while he is ridiculous yeah. and flamboyant on the field, I feel like he's still going to play pretty well. Yeah, I think anytime we're choosing somebody that is a superhero or a supervillain, like how you did last week and put a lot of my characters I chose to shame. Yeah, they, they just they have these fighting abilities and they have these like wits of them like they have either they're they're fighting for the good or they're fighting for the evil however like they are fighting for something like they they have the the will to continue to keep working hard towards something so i I think that's going to play a part and then yeah like you said just being in these kind of fights with people that you kind of you gain strength over time doing things like that repetitively repetitively right exactly um and then my shortstop i get to pick a shortstop mm-hmm. um yeah this one i uh, it was difficult to really figure out like who would be best at that specific position when i found out it was more about hitting i went with more like people who can hit well right so i went with pc principal from south park yeah he's he's pretty strong yeah, he is. <laughs> He's like a frat bro. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like it just fits the um, description of an athlete or a jock pretty well. He's like gym teacher, but not a gym teacher. You know, right. lo- looks like would be one. I know he's principal, but yeah, definitely looks like he maybe had a coaching or gym teacher background. And we know that when you're the gym teacher, you make your students participate in all of the sports. So they were probably practicing softball in that gym class, so to speak. So, yeah, definitely has backgrounds in multiple sports, at least I think. Exactly. It looks that way. Exactly. So I feel like he would perform really well, and I don't have to worry about him getting ejected from games or anything because, <laughs> you know, he he's very smart about what he says. So, yeah, no worries of him getting, like, kicked out or fired or something. He'll find a way to escape, right? Definitely. So, moving on, I have two picks now, correct? Yep. All right. So, shortstop and the first outfielder it's looking like. So, get to do my outfielder before you. So, Alrighty. again, watched somebody in an episode play baseball and was choosing them based on the position it looked like they were playing so this player has played baseball in multiple episodes it looked like for uh baseball or softball league it looked like was coaching probably his son and then also like getting to even play for a major league baseball team so this is peter griffin i'm talking about so he's played baseball on multiple occasions he's played for the red sox it looked like it's, we also know that he's played for the New England Patriots. So he's been a professional athlete multiple times. But And I believe it's the episode where he's meeting Joe for the first time. So like this is early on. I believe they have a baseball or softball league. It looks like Peter is playing shortstop. Um, I remember less about each episode. I just kind of was looking at images, seeing where he was lined up and stuff. But, I mean, somebody that started playing in the neighborhood league and then work their way up to the major leagues obviously has some sort of talent whether it be hitting or i mean what in that 
episode where he's playing football with Tom Brady and he's on the Patriots, he runs really, really fast. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he surprises you. So it's one of those things where you can't judge a book by its cover because he definitely looks like he has some pep in his step and he can actually move. He can he can run pretty fast. I'm not expecting him to like steal bases and stuff, but I am expecting him to be able to get on base and potentially round the bases and score runs. So what are your thoughts? I mean, yeah, I agree. I don't think that he's going to be able to run so well, mm-hmm. but I feel like he'll be able to hit pretty hard, and that's what we're looking for is people who can hit with, like, power lots right. of power in the hits so far that's pretty much all i have i don't know that much about well for kramer i guess i expect him to be the better base runner so that I, it's good that he's going first and then it looks like any of the people i've drafted so far are going to be potentially hitting home runs or hitting it pretty far to where they have a chance to run and at least get on first, even if they're not the fastest. So, yeah, I I chose a lot of power, but we are getting graded for hitting. So, moving on, outfielder, somebody that he himself, the character that is, don't know about him playing baseball. I don't think so, but I have a connection. I'm going to go with it, so... I'm choosing Charlie Harper from Two and a Half Men, okay. and that's strictly because actor Charlie Sheen is a pitcher in the movie, what is it, Major League, right? Do you know what yeah, the movie yeah, I'm talking I about? Know, yeah, I know that movie. Yeah. I haven't really seen it in a while. But. <laughs> Me either, but yeah, there he is, front and center, Major League, so he is the pitcher for yeah, a Major League Baseball team, so we know... The character, maybe at one point in time, like maybe he's he's gonna the, try to tap into that somehow, some way. I've I've tried to cross this bridge before, doesn't always work, but I just made that connection and I'm going with it. Yeah, why not? I think that's good. We've got solid picks all around so far. It's no one that I'm like, there's no way that they would be able to play well. Not like, so far. I feel like yeah. everyone's got some skills, so it's a pretty even matchup so far. Uh, it's my turn for outfielders? Yes. Okay. My first outfielder, I'm going with Abed, Abed Nadir from Community. Okay. Um, he doesn't have as much, like, power, but everything works out for Abed. Like, always. And we learn throughout the show that he's actually way more athletic than people would expect. Like, he's able to run really well, um, and he's probably the fastest and he's just skilled at a lot more than you would expect. He's able to take on multiple personas when he needs to, uh, where he's either playing the cool person or the more awkward person. Um, but he he's able to just like fit in wherever he needs to. Right. So I right. feel like he would be good in the outfield because if he has to go run for the ball, he can go get it really easily. Um, but also, if he's hitting, he'll also be able to run the bases really fast. So even if it's not that far of a hit, he'll be able to take more bases than uh, an average player. Right, right. So again, another underdog on your side, but definitely don't rule these people out. Don't judge a book by its cover. There's definitely quick decision-making involved and like other wits about the game that some say are kind of like more of a slow pace kind of game, but... However, there's different personality types that can match well for this game. Yeah, so good pick there. And what do you got for Dang number right. two? <laughs> My second one, uh, 
For my other outfielder, I have Janko from 21 Jump Street, played by Channing Tatum. All right. And, you know, Channing Tatum, he's, he looks pretty top-heavy, and he's yeah. very, like, athletic as well. Uh, so he'd probably be able to hit it pretty hard. And just judging by the type of work that they do in 21 Jump Street, where they're, like, undercover agents and stuff, he's, he's really athletic. He's more of a jock. And yeah. that's how he grew up. He was a jock. Uh, so I feel like those skills are just going to pop out when he needs them. Uh, playing on the field and he'll he'll have a good time yeah i i agree so you're kind of doing that thing that i'm doing where you're thinking of the actor and like maybe some of the things that they've done or looks like that they could do and trying to channel some of that but no i i totally agree because this is yeah again somebody that you know they work out you know that they look athletic so it's kind of a no-brainer to say like well it's not like you and I could just go out there and like hit a baseball. This is a hard thing. This is something that people practice at year after year and like every single day. However, we think that these characters and this one, I agree, would have an easier chance than like some other characters. Right. So right. I like the pick for that reason. Yeah. All right. So I get to close it out with two outfielders. I get to choose my last one before you choose yours. So Okay. Another person I see playing softball in the league. So it looks like this was just a one-time event for his wife's work. Looked like he was playing shortstop. He made a really, really athletic-looking double play in the field. However, I have him as an outfielder. So I'm thinking that with the way he was able to throw the ball, maybe he'll be able to make it reach even farther. If an out, in an outfielder, if he needs to do so, I'm choosing Doug Heffernan from what's the show again? I forgot to write it down. Doug Heffernan from so King of Queens. King oh. of Queens. Sorry, <laughs> forgot to write it down. That's so, such a good show. <laughs> yeah. So we have Kevin James, Doug Heffernan, Paul Blart, Mark Malkop. No, not really, but same guy. Um, yes, yeah, one of those things where it's funny because no one's taking it seriously. His wife. She's like, look at that guy. Like the the third baseman has a plate of chicken. Like yeah. <laughs> no one's taking it seriously, and he's going like try hard. He's like the the guy in gym class that is like dripping in sweat and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's where actually trying. Yeah, yeah, where it's like everybody's gonna get an A for just dressing and showing up and playing, but he's trying his absolute hardest, and he wants to win. So I think he also had a pretty good hit in there. I didn't watch the full thing. I just. Pulled up the quick rather quickly and watched it. So, yeah, I chose somebody that was playing softball in a league, like some of my other characters. So, what what are your thoughts on Paul Blart Mark Paul Blart Mall Cop? Well, you it's didn't a pick twister. Paul Blart Mall. I know, but the what do you think of Doug Heffernan here, Kevin yeah, James? Paul Blart could, and Doug Heffernan are two different characters. I know, I know, but because uh, <laughs> I kind of pick like another underdog right. character where if you look at him, you think like he's not going to perform well. So, what do you think of that aspect of it? I still feel like he's not going to perform very well. Oh no, I mean, <laughs> he's clumsy. Yeah. Look at look at the the title sequence. He drops that hot dog, and they have to turn around and go get another one. Yeah, that's true. What what are you gonna do if he catches his fly ball and it falls out of his mitt? It's a it's a strong possibility. Right. Yeah, I, I could have and I should have like put him the, at shortstop, yeah. but then again, 
maybe where he is in the outfield, maybe there's not any balls that are hit that way throughout the whole game. Yeah, but That's you can't always hope for that. No. You can't, you can't always count on that. You can't. So I, I chose somebody that has experience playing, but I did not put them in as much of an optimal position as some other players. But then again, like you said, some of your players are always hitting it to, let's just say, left field, and I have him as my left fielder in the outfield, then yeah, that could be that could be something to where your players are getting more hits as a result of my defender making errors. So I don't know. I, I understand it may be a risky pick, but I'm willing to risk it for somebody that I think is going to have the best attitude of anybody on my team. I think no matter, even if the skills are lacking, I think he will try harder than anybody. Yeah, probably. I, <laughs> he's going to try, but I, I don't think he's going to perform as well as your other choices that you have here. All right. I and feel then, like, yeah, your other choices have been much stronger. That's kind of what happens. Like, we start out good at the top, and then when we get to the bottom, we have it taper off a little bit, and then it's going to taper off pretty hard here. I chose somebody that is an outfielder in a movie, but they have them as an outfielder because they want them, kind of like what I was saying. They kind of want them out of the way. So <laughs> I chose Clark Reedy from Bench Warmers. Oh, so no. the name even just looking at the movie cover yeah these are these are definite underdogs these are definite people that like i don't know it's <laughs> it's a comedy movie it's about baseball but again not knowing that much about it my assumption would be that my character i'm choosing is not that great but yeah. i know that they can play the position so i i know that he practiced and that he plays it may not translate well but I, l- yeah. I like filling the, the spaces with players I thought would play the position well. So if that ends up hurting me in the process, I'm I'm still happy with my process. Yeah, and so be it, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, your last two choices are definitely your weakest of the full draft. <laughs> but, you know, not every team's going to be made of all winners, right? So I think it's fine. I think I think it'll be okay. I think so, too. That'll be up for the listeners, but let's see what you got to top it off. <laughs> My last outfielder, I'm going with Scott Pilgrim. Okay, from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Okay, <laughs> and you I know knew that <laughs> Scott Pilgrim's another one of those that you wouldn't expect to be good at things, but then is able to fight off all these other potential suitors for the girl that he's in love with. Um, so I feel like he's he's gonna play a lot better than people would expect just looking at him. Right, right. Uh, so I think I think that he would do really well. That's all I really have to say about that. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I don't have much more to say about it. However, I believe that they will perform better than Clark Reedy from Benchwarmers. So yeah, probably. I don't. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I don't know about that choice for you. <laughs> yeah, but listen, it is April Fools. I don't have as deep of a pool of players to draft as you do. So I'm going with people that, hey, this is meant to be funny, and I, these people are funny. So maybe they bring a little spark to the team in that aspect. And again, this month with the theme, spirits are high. So who knows? It's up to the listeners from here, right? Right. So. Yeah, that's true. So leave your vote. Make sure you react on Facebook for whose draft you feel like is going to play the best, get the, the, best, the most points throughout the season. Uh, Devin's or mine. 
it's mine. Uh, and then on Twitter, vote there as well um, for for your choice of which draft you think is the better draft. Mine, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Not. And, anyway, yeah, make sure you leave those votes. Uh, but that was, a, that was a really good game. Really, really interesting uh, choices here. You think so? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And I'm... you know what else would be an interesting choice? You choosing what flavor of Midnight Energy you want to purchase on your next purchase. But we can help you out with that a little bit. Use our code SCORE to score 10% off your first your, your purchase. Absolutely. They have four great flavors you can choose from. Five if you fell for that hilarious April Fool's post on their socials. Be sure to follow I'm them on social I'm just saying I'd try it. <laughs> the hey. butter flavored. Yeah. It just sounds interesting. It's worth a shot, right? I, I mean, I feel like it could mix well if you're doing like a more like savory shake. Yeah, you know? I. Some people put like olive oil in their drinks. Right. How much right. different is it than that? It can't be. I mean, butter goes great on everything. I mean, just think of like, just just imagine you're drinking popcorn. Just imagine you put popcorn in a blender and you're drinking it now like it's a shake. But it's not just that because butter's know. used in like baked goods too. Yes. Like I feel like it would mix well with like a you know a, maybe even like a chocolatey caramel mix. Kind of be like a cake or a cookie. Yeah, have or like make, that. Yeah, make yourself like a rice crispy sort of uh, protein shake. Honestly, I feel like they should just do it. <laughs> so maybe there will be five flavors to choose from. However, I, th I think in the future there will be. But if you go to website midnightenergyco.com, choose from their current inventory. There's also blender bottles and other things. So use code SCORE and get 10% off of your order. That's a score in my book. Yeah, oh, for sure. All right, moving on to our last segment, which is two truths, one lie. Right. Let's see who's going to win. Last month, I came out on top. That's this right. This month, I'm going to continue that win streak. Let's see. Let's, we, <laughs> we can only hope if, you know, if you're wanting West to continue to win, but let's see if there's a change in tide. So... I'm going first, correct? Yes, you are. Let's see if I can fool you, get you to own one. So there are some movies either that will be coming out or have already come out about their like documentaries, mockumentaries, that they're about coaches, professional coaches in professional sports. So I'm gonna say like the headline grab, and you'll have to tell me which of these is not actually a real movie. I am kind of nervous about this one starting out because you may know about it from some of the actors. But if you don't, then let's see if I can fool you. So, okay, okay. Bill Burr playing Bill's coach Sean McDermott in Circle the Wagons. Kevin James playing ex-Saints coach Sean Payton in Home Team. And Lawrence Fishburne playing ex-Clippers coach Doc Rivers in The Sterling Affairs. So which one's not real? Yes. Which means that two of them are. So you said one Kevin of them is Smith was Kevin James. Kevin James. Yep. So Malcolm. Yeah, and then Lawrence Fishburne, and who was the third one? Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Mm -hmm. I feel like all three of them could play a pretty good coach. I feel like Lawrence Fishburne would be a really inspiring coach, just knowing his voice. 
It's got like that powerful voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kevin James, I feel like, would play it, but it'd be more of like a comedy movie. But right. these are all like documentaries, right? These are all real coaches. To be honest, I don't know the details oh. on them. I just kind of like, I've heard of them. And then obviously like in doing research, I, I got the headline grab. I didn't know like uh, of all the actors and stuff in them. I so. think that <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Kevin James because I feel like you would have brought it up in your draft to help your case if oh. it was real. So is is it Kevin James? No, it's not. Dang ah, it, that would have been good, but that would have been too much writing on the wall. Yeah, this was actually the first one. I believe this movie's already out. I think it's on Netflix. So yeah, this one is pretty goofy looking in my opinion. Um, I know we cast our own movies. I don't think these people look that much alike. Kevin James and Sean Payton, that is. So... I believe the movie with Lawrence Fishburne and then about Doc Rivers. I think that's not out yet, but will be. So the Bill Burr playing Sean McDermott, Circle the Wagons. I totally made that one up. However, if you look up Bill Burr and Sean McDermott, I actually think that they look pretty similar. Yeah. I've seen a joke about that on Twitter before. That's kind of like with this news about movies coming out and stuff. It kind of all sparked in my mind, obviously. April Fools yesterday, so seeing some funny edits and things. So I fooled you for April Fools. <laughs> you did, got you you, did fool me. Got that's you for sure. a day later. So Jeez. you were starting out at Owen one. Okay, oh, yeah. not liking this start out, but I've got one that's pretty good too. I think maybe. All right. Um, so we're going comedy theme. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say which movie is not written by Mel Brooks. Okay. Okay. You probably know who Mel Brooks is. Sounds familiar, but... Uh, comedy guy. Uh, Blazing Saddles, The Producers, and Airplane. Hmm. Which one is not a Mel Brooks comedy? Hmm. So, like, I haven't seen either of them, but I'm familiar with Blazing Saddles and Airplane. What was the one in the middle again? The Producers. The Producers. Again... Just going with my gut here, which fails me usually like nine times out of ten, I think we could say. Um, I just don't know that much about it. Doesn't mean it's not <laughs> like a great movie and really funny and stuff. And doesn't mean that maybe it, it doesn't dictate who wrote it or didn't write it or produce it, didn't produce it. Anyway, uh, I'm just I'm going with that one. The producers. The producers? Yeah, why not? Don't know that much about it, so... Unfortunately, that is a Mel Brooks comedy. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Um, Airplane was not Mel Brooks. Okay. Airplane okay. was Abraham Zucker and Zucker. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it's still a fantastic movie. So, Mel Brooks is known for, like, parody movies and just overall sat- satirical comedies like Spaceballs. And uh, Blazing Saddles and producers Robin Hood Men in Tights you've probably heard of. Okay, um, yeah. But yeah, he's, he's just known for all those comedy movies and everything. Um, but Airplane was not one of his. It's a similar vibe, shares some mm. of the same actors as some of his movies because they're the comedy actors of that time. Right. They came out around the same time frame, but it was not Mel Brooks. So 
We are both starting off pretty low here. Yeah, and, 0 and 1. Yeah, 0 and 1. It's fitting that for April Fools, being just yesterday, we both fooled each other. So, why not, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's only it's only up from here. There's we there's still potential to be three and one. So very true. All right. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for keeping current. We would appreciate if you continue to keep current. We have some posts that will be on social media this week, as always, that we would appreciate you folks voting on and voting correctly, that is. <laughs> yeah, make sure you vote for who you think has the winning draft on both Twitter and Facebook, and then we'll announce the winner next week. Um, yeah, and that's, that's uh-huh. the show for, for this week. So thanks so much for listening. As always, you can find me on Twitter at WSkimmilk or on my website, WSkimmilk.com, for this podcast as well as others. Devin, where can they find you? On social media as well, DevinLang32 for NFL and fantasy football analysis. Probably also some NBA as the playoffs are closing in, the seating is closing in, and I'll probably have some news about the Bulls and maybe some other developments. But yeah, look out for that on social media. All right. Thanks, folks. See ya. See ya. If It Has a Score is available on all your favorite podcasting providers. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Shoot Your Shot Sports, and more. Thank you again for tuning in. We will see you next week.